forest mist clings to your skin. Your footsteps crunch from leaves so thin. Lie down and turn the lights down low, like sitting by the fire's glow. The typewriter clacks loud and steady, on until the tale is ready. We'll find no way to plan ahead, no choice. All chance always misled, so settle close and candles dim, and listen to The Buddy's Grim. Grimm invite you to read along with us using the text chapter provided on our website. Happy reading. The Mortal Quarry. Chapter 7. That's Captain Dad to you! Nejma and Jose struggled against their invisible bindings, but it was no use. Their arms and legs stayed pinned. Captain Alexander tutted as he watched them squirm. No need for alarm, he announced to the airplane at large. I've just rounded up a couple of stowaways. He arched a bushy eyebrow at Jose, as if he, Nejma, and Anti Kenneth were nothing but silly kids pulling a prank. The other passengers didn't seem moved. If they looked up from their magazines or turned off their Jogman cassette players, it was almost exclusively to roll their eyes. Take a chill pill, man, called someone from the line of passengers still waiting to board. Or not, whatever, just let us on. Certainly, puffed Captain Alexander. A flick of his wrist and Jose, Nejma, and Anti-Kenneth hovered a few inches into the air. Nejma yelped, but Jose only scowled. Clearly, this wasn't the first time his father had used magical means of punishment. We'll be taking flight on schedule, Captain Alexander boomed. This will be a full flight, so middle seats must be filled. Oh, and remember, this is a drug-free zone, chill pills or otherwise. <laughs> Giving a hearty laugh, Captain Alexander scaled the metal ladder connecting the passenger areas to the elevated flight deck. Jose, Nejma, and Anti-Kenneth bobbed along after him. Captain, the pilot greeted him. Her eyes raised to the three floating strangers, then widened. Uh, what? Stowaways, said Captain Alexander, ruffling his mustache. They'll be off the plane in a moment after I search and interrogate them. Uh, sir? Captain? Sir Captain? interjected the co-pilot who looked about as young as Kenneth and as small as Jose. Isn't that security's job? Captain Alexander's answering glare was so intense that the co-pilot turned right back around, mumbling apologies. Now, said the captain, facing his three captives, why are you delinquents trying to leave Ferric Mountain? Ugh, Dad, we call it Demon Wall now, Jose groaned. Get with the times! Ignoring the pilot and co-pilot, who had just exchanged a wide-eyed glance and mouthed, Dad? at each other. Captain Alexander crossed his arms. You didn't answer my question, boy. And I see you've dragged your friends into trouble. He turned to Nejma and Anti-Kenneth. The specter was still gagged and blindfolded, but he didn't seem particularly upset about it. He sniffed the air, groaning, Souls. Kenneth Sanders, it's been a while, said Captain Alexander, smiling as if he hadn't just magically kidnapped them. I would have thought you would be opposed to such a mental scheme. What's wrong with you, anyhow? Double surgery, Nedjba interjected. Teeth, eyes, real horror show. Ah. Captain Alexander's voice turned dry, but another smile spread underneath his mustache. And Nedjma, you're just as spirited as ever. 
Feels like it was only yesterday I saw you last, graduating middle school with that big purple bow in your hair. Nedjma scowled. Yeah, well, that was five years ago. And this is now, the captain agreed. So tell me, why are you trespassing on my plane? We're not, Jose insisted. We, we got tickets and everything. Captain Alexander chuckled. Ha <laughs> ha, you've always been a bad liar, boy. He raised his arms and a pulse of magic swept through the flight deck like a cool breeze. Jose and Nedjma's backpacks zipped into sight, hovering right into his grasp. For a moment, Captain Alexander's eyes drifted off as if he'd slipped into a daydream. His shoulders tightened. Dad, you can't just search our bags, Jose exclaimed. That's super invasive. You brought my book, Captain Alexander said, in a different voice than before. He sounded confused, even a little unconfident. He tossed the backpacks to the floor. You brought basic spells for basic wizards. All the blood drained from Jose's face. Nejma stared at him. Anti Kenneth started sniffing the air again. Y yeah, just, just in case, <laughs> Jose stammered. Sweat beaded on his brow. It's not like I could, could actually, you, you know, actually use it <laughs> because I'm not, not a wizard or anything. You've always been a bad liar, boy, Captain Alexander said again, quietly now. He waved his hand and Jose's invisible restraints fell away. Uh, what about me and Kenneth? Nejma complained. Captain, are we still on schedule? Asked the pilot carefully. Captain Alexander ignored both of them. So, boy, you chose your mother and a life of mediocrity and trash. And for five years, I thought, well, I can't blame the poor boy. He's got no skills to survive the outside world. And now I find out you've been hiding your powers from me. What? Yelped Jose, shifting forwards and backwards. Now that he was free, he didn't seem to know what to do with himself. No, that's bogus. How long, Jose? How long have you known? I, look, let's say I am a wizard, said Jose, who looked paler and sweatier than ever. And I er, do want to live an adventurous life. You wouldn't stop me from, he swallowed hard, from following in your footsteps, would you? Captain Alexander stroked his mustache, staring at his son. My son, a wizard, he said, as though savoring the idea. Then his expression soured. But you're no adventurer, boy, which means you're lying and you're going back to your no-good hick mother. Don't talk about her like that! Jose and his father stared at each other for the space of a heartbeat, Jose still breathing hard in rage. Then, summon! An object burst out of Jose's backpack and into his hand. Basic spells for basic wizards. He flipped it open and yelled, Soul Bear! Anti-Kenneth perked up in excitement. The spell exploded out of him in all directions, a totally unfocused spray of magical energy. The force of it rushed over Captain Alexander, Nejma, Anti-Kenneth, and even the pilot and co-pilot. Suddenly, a sound built in the air. It was as if someone's Jogman cassette player had magnified in volume and was growing still. The pilot and co-pilot exchanged a bewildered look. So that's how you want to play it, little boy, said Captain Alexander. Only he didn't say it. He sang it. Think you'll beat me when magic is my game. Practice mage versus you were not the same. Yeah, I left you, but what's a man to do? 
Now you've messed up, you've cursed your own self too. That may be true, sang Jose, who looked terrified. No, I am not like you. I've got tricks up my sleeve. No more talk, boy, I'm sending you away. Captain Alexander shot a spell at Jose, who yelped and dodged. Meanwhile, Dr. Saltzman appeared beside Nejma. What's going on, she hissed. Why is everything in song? Unhappily, Nejma turned towards her and sang. Jose Solbear spell, it makes you share your heart. Specifically makes you share the music in your heart. Oh, I see, because emotions create unsatisfactory magic. They distract your focus and your energy. Oh my, that's genius. Well, also kind of risky. Emotions make magic stronger, Nejma pointed out. I hope they don't go too much longer. Then she frowned, probably because of the singing. At once, the two of them looked back towards the dueling pair, Jose and Captain Alexander. Enough games, boy, you never answered me, sang the captain, firing off another spell, but like the others, it didn't land. I don't want you, you chose your mom, not me. Curse this spell, why can't I catch you? What did you say before, sang Jose, smiling slightly. A practice made sure, bad dad, bad enemy. Unconscious lights out, bellowed Captain Alexander. Problem, yelped Dr. Saltzman, throwing herself in front of Jose and Nejma. Much like Jose's soul bear spell had done a minute earlier, the spell exploded from Captain Alexander, dousing the flight deck in magical power. When it subsided, the captain, pilot, co-pilot, and anti-Kenneth were all fast asleep. Saved you, said Dr. Saltzman. These spells don't affect ghosts. For a moment, there was silence. Then another track picked up, this one slower, more melancholy. Jose riffed once, seeming unable to help it. <clears throat> oh, 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 I hate my dad. You really suck as a dad. Stupid jerk face, Dad. Nejma touched his shoulder. Jose, I know this is really hard for you, but there's something I need to say to you. Did you know the plane took off? Oh, no. Yeah. A look of dawning comprehension washed over Jose's face. The plane had indeed taken off. The pilot and co-pilot's sleeping faces had rammed right into the controls, launching the aircraft into the air. Finally, sang someone from the passenger section. We can land it if we try, or maybe let it fly. Ah, I don't know, sang Nejma in a panic. Dr. Saltzman ghosted to the controls and shoved the pilots unceremoniously onto the floor. I'm a dreadful singer, she said as she inspected the controls. But I'll try to put this in a way that fits the mood. So naturally, she rapped. So the plane is in the sky and they think it's where they try to navigate to fly and make sure you two don't die. Time is of the essence and a Dr. Slaying quest and out of all our options, this one is the best. With my ghostly magic powers, I'll manipulate the dashboard and it's on steering as they map Travis forward. <clears throat> 
Ahem. Did you get all that? I'll watch the windows and these maps to keep the airship on course. Nedge my steering, saltsman power ring will move like G-force. Jose wrapped back, setting aside basic spells. Jose, you were amazing and I didn't even mention. Nedjma wrapped, your spell work, well that deserves attention. And the spell you chose, what a clever choice, said Dr. Saltzman. Then she frowned. Oh, Rass, I forgot to wrap. She ghosted halfway into the dashboard before looking back at them. I'll be listening for any disturbances. Shout if you need me. Or, well, sing, I suppose. She disappeared into the dashboard and immediately the dials whirred to life. Jose jumped to face the map. Nedma reached for the wheel, but hesitated. I'm scared, Jose. Can we do this? A new song was building in the atmosphere, which meant Jose's spell still hadn't worn off. This one was upbeat, even hopeful. Jose sang back. I don't know how to fly a plane, but I think that we can. What do you say? Nedjma stared at him. Did he look different? Then she grinned and took the wheel and sang. again and then sang together, harmonizing in the way only childhood best friends could do without rehearsal. I don't know how to fly a plane, but I think that we can. What do you say? I don't know how to fly a plane, but when we're together, I know we can. I don't know how to fly a plane, but I think that we can. What do you say? I don't know how to fly a plane, but I think that we can. asked musically. You can tell me anything. I'm fine. I swear. Jose returned in song, not meeting her eyes. I don't wanna talk about it. Besides, right now, we've got things to do. Why is there so much singing up there? Dr. Saltzman's voice issued from the dashboard. Nedjma ignored her. Jose, I need you to know you are my little brother, my family. Jose, you are not alone. You've always got your sister. Yeah, you've got me. Jose, come here, take my hand. You are my closest friend. What do you-
Jose's gaze drifted away from the maps towards the unconscious Captain Alexander. Nejma took his hand and sang quietly. I know we can. Dr. Saltzman's voice issued through the dashboard. Well, that was just adorable. And with a lot of my help, we are truly flying the plane. Whoa, said Nejma, wide-eyed. This has got to be the craziest day of my life. Then she laughed a relieved laugh because she'd spoken the words rather unmusically in her usual grumbly voice. I'm glad that's over, said Jose. He looked out the window, watching the clouds as the last traces of magic and background music faded away. You sure you don't want to talk about it? Jose didn't answer for a second, still watching white condensation swirl outside the airplane. Then he cleared his throat and put on a smile. Nah. Like we said in the song, we're leaving him behind. Nejma looked doubtful, but she let it go. A few minutes passed in silence, excluding the shouted questions of a few concerned passengers, like, Why did I just harmonize with the AC? And, Hey! Why did my fiancé and I just rap out about getting the window seat? With each question, Nejma and Jose glanced at each other, smiling carefully. They seemed to be speaking with their eyes. Hey, I know that was weird and vulnerable, but we're good, right? I'm gonna loot him, Jose announced suddenly. He stepped away from the navigation and faced his unconscious father. Dr. Saltzman's silvery head popped into sight. Excuse me, did someone just threaten to loot a person? I like it, said Nejma. Daddy Narbo deserves a good looting. I... Dr. Saltzman sighed. I am inclined to agree, though thievery goes against my better nature. Nejma snorted. Then why'd you choose two medicine thieves to help you save the world? Limited options, said Dr. Saltzman, rolling her eyes. But she couldn't hide a faint smile as she sank away. Also half smiling, Nejma turned back to the steering wheel. She waved her hand over her shoulder, and Chanel's stamp appeared, squeaking indignantly as if to say, About time! Meanwhile, Jose kneeled down and riffled through his father's possessions. He withdrew nothing but a set of keys packs of gum and cigarettes, and one suspicious-looking napkin. That was, until he reached the last pocket. What the? It was a secret little pocket, hidden inside of Captain Alexander's aviator jacket. The fabric didn't match the coat's interior, as if someone had added the pocket later on. Reaching inside it, Jose's fingers closed over something soft and velvety. He withdrew the tiny drawstring pouch and opened it. Gold? He blinked as the realization settled in. Gold! Nejima barely had time to say, huh? Before Jose zoomed to her side. Look, look! He pulled open the pouch and revealed two hunks of glittering stone. Whoa, said Nejima, her eyes popping open. Do you think it's real gold? No idea. Jose stared at Captain Alexander one last time, holding on to the sight of his absent father as if he would never see him again. Perhaps that was exactly what he'd just decided. I don't want to be like you, he said. I want to be a community wizard. Solve problems. Keep families together. Not tear them apart. He cleared his throat, itching the corner of his eye, then looked at Nejma and held up the pouch. I'm keeping it, he said, slipping it into his discarded backpack. And, um, I'm changing my name. Nejma's eyebrows shot up. Last name, Jose corrected quickly. Mom can keep his if she wants, but I'm going to use hers. Shane. Jose Shane. That sounds... Nejma thought a second, then smiled. Amazing. She took Jose's hand, pulled him close, and did something very unexpected. Perhaps it was the lingering effects of the soul bear spell, or perhaps she was just feeling more affectionate than usual. But she wrapped Jose in a firm hug. 
Chanel scampered down her arm and curled up on his shoulder. A little startled, Jose took a second to hug back. When he did, he melted into Nejma. Little sniffles and shaky breaths quivered through him. Expectedly, since no one was steering, the airplane dipped sideways. Guys! Right as several passengers below screamed, very non-musically now, Dr. Saltzman's upper half left out of the dashboard. Her glowing blue eyes swept over Nejma and Jose, then lifted towards the heavens. Teenagers! She ignored the fact that she herself had died as a young woman, and didn't appear, physically at least, much older than the two hugging teens. She snatched Nejma's hand and dragged it back to the steering wheel. Do I need to do everything? She tutted, sinking out of sight yet again. Quietly, Jose took his place by the maps, rubbing a fist under each eye. Nejma chivalrously looked out the window to pretend she didn't see. Another minute passed in silence, broken only by Chanel's stamp, now pitter-pattering across the dashboard. The lack of noise was especially jarring after the last 15 minutes. So, like, if this college thing doesn't work out, at least we've got singing careers. Nejma snorted. You can sing. I'll write the lyrics. As if, Jose cracked a smile. Then they'd all be goth, like, uh, no one understands me. Ooh, sadness. Better than, I don't know how to fly a plane, Nejma countered. Without the spell, her singing voice sounded flat and unsteady, but she and Jose grinned anyway. And did you hear Saltzman? Jose laughed. She's a wicked rapper. Totally bad, Nejma agreed, shaking her head in awe. A pause fell between them. Chanel Stamp squeaked once, nibbling on a button. Also, uh, I meant what I said, Nejma blurted out. Chanel's button must have become suddenly fascinating because she stared at it instead of meeting Jose's eyes. I know the still bear spell makes you tell the truth and uh, pour your heart out or whatever, but I wanted you to know, you know, spell free. Um, yeah. So, yeah. She took one hand from the steering wheel to scratch the back of her neck. Jose caught it in his grasp, squeezing once. Thanks, Nedge. Love you. <clears throat> Love you too, Jose. Still hand in hand, they let their voices drift away. Their eyes drifted, too, straying back to the sky. An hour later, a stunning sight broke through the cloudy scenery, an enormous, unfamiliar mountaintop. Audio spikes be okay, like. So here's what actually happened during recording is uh, Casey was reading the chapter like normal, but there's a part two that says no open. Yeah. And capital letters. Uh-huh. And then she told me to get onto the docks and play this audio file that she had prepared already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I also heard this musical number that you just heard already prepared. How long did that take you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did a lot of prep work for this one, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm so tired. Okay. So it's not a music podcast, 
Right. But also, are you music people with your singing voices and your classical training? Don't come after me. I'm just a simple C-plus singer trying to make it in a world where you podcast for whatever reason. Who knows what that is? You wanted it to be musical. Don't attack. Support me in my endeavor. That would be an interesting venture, like a, a musical but in podcast form, original whatnot. That's like a thing. There's What is it called? Oh, there's it's a not thing. Just... Google it musical soundtracks it's real there's there's a oh i really can't remember guys guys don't leave this podcast but once this is done get on that google and google like ooh, musical podcast you gotta say it like that that's important and you'll find it anyway um, good? i think we're great what what'd you think can i start with my notes yeah do you want me to start with the obvious or like chronologically just do whatever you feel. <laughs> you want me to talk about the song first? Kind of. <laughs> um. Uh, heck yeah, I'm heck loving yeah. this 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 dad voice that's sung like a. Okay. The whole time. Okay. I love it. Okay, guys, I'm a C plus singer, right? Not good, not bad, but like singing. Every single voice in there that you heard, none of them were my singing voice. It was all character voices. And it was hard as heck. Like, oh, I bet. That was so difficult. People who do musicals and don't sing in their, their real voice. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was so hard. You cannot imagine how many times I tried to, like, get Jose to not sound like he was singing straight through his nose. <laughs> Didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, and Nejma. It's like my voice is like if you combined Jose and Nejma's voice together to make one singing voice. That's what my voice sounds like. So it's like using like half of my singing voice for both of them. And then like freaking Lulu luckily didn't sing. That would have been a nightmare. But like uh, you still got her nasally stuff. Yeah. In there. Oh, I, I got her in there with some freaking rap. We can talk about that. Not um, yet. But not yet. I'll keep it in. Um. That's my new uh, noise. Do you guys like it? That's when I like. I do not. <laughs> I reverse something or like have not a thought. It's great. All. I just thought of it today. You probably will hear it at the end of this this no, podcast. You, didn't. you did it last time too. What? Yes. I I thought of it for the first time again today. Part two. Um. Yeah. But then the, and then also singing in uh in a uh uh, uh Captain Alexander's voice. I gotta let you guys know. I gotta let you know that, like, after every single one of those clips, for whatever reason, <laughs> you guys know that vine where it's like, country boy, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> every yep. single time at the end of his lines, I was like, Bleh. and I couldn't stop. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. What was happening to me? But for whatever reason, he either laughed at the end of his lines, which was like, not what i needed especially when he was mad he'd be like i'm so angry <laughs> i'm like no stop or he'd be like Bleh. horrible anyway guys so i know this is quarantine times hey putting a timestamp on our theme <laughs> um you've got a family in the house <laughs> did they ever hear you recording this my poor family <laughs> i'll do you one better so 
this has gone through many iterations. I've re-recorded these lines many, many times. I know that you can't tell. The singing is obviously not amazing, but like, it's the best I can do in voices, okay? Um, <laughs> but they, they've listened to it many, 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 many times. As I worked out the harmonies and stuff, I would play like different harmonies for them and I would be like, is this high note too high? And like, I would like repeatedly play it for them to be like, how is the pitch? For, I mean, Lulu's rap, like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, like, it was originally different, and it was, it was fast, right? Like, you guys heard it. It was a lot faster, originally. <laughs> it was the fastest thing I've ever rapped, and I'm never doing it again. Um, but it was too aggressively, like, abrasively fast to the ear. I mean, it was freaking lit, but it, it was, was also... faster than how it is, it would be hard to understand. It was hard to understand. I have never rapped that well in my life. The enunciation was on point. I was so ready. Last night, I was like, no, it's too fast. It's too abrasive. So I redid the rap and it took like five ever. So it was like midnight because I had the epiphany as I was playing at like 1130 last night. It is now like eight o'clock in the morning. But like last night at midnight, I uh, redid the rap. So they did have to deal with me, you know, rapping into a microphone at midnight. <laughs> Yeah, they had to deal with a lot for this. Eight minutes is a lot. Is it eight, nine, something like that? It's a lot of content. I bet I commend you for all the work and pre-work that you did. Oh, thanks. And work that you will do editing this. Shut and up. Then... You're right. There was a lot of editing that happened. Mm -hmm. I'll point out, you guys didn't hear it, but I finally caught a Casey Grammer mistake. I got yeah. one. I yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. The turntables, guys. Normally, I, some, sometimes I'm really, I'm a little nitpicky about my grammar, you know what I'm saying? And so I'll, I'll occasionally stop Luna when she's reading and be like, oh, grammar. She got me. She got me this time. She yeah. got me real good. My excuse is usually, I was writing in one go, like, <laughs> and then you got to get it out. <laughs> I'll edit it later. And this time, Casey said the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's nothing I can say to fight you. This is completely true. <laughs> I, yeah, Luna got me. She's now, she's better than me. It's official. She, no, she got we on me. the level. We on the we same are, level. The same level. Level. Which level? It's, it's a pretty low level. <laughs> like three? Honest. Like three and a half? Sure. About <laughs> there. It's like a, uh, I was going to say it's like a wizard level because like nine and three quarters, Meh. but we don't stand Harry Potter anymore. Trans rights. I would like to keep these wizards completely separate from said franchise. Oh, yeah. There are wizards in this book. Wow. Oops. Well, they're not like those wizards. There's no school for, well, he's majoring in wizard in college. There is a school for wizards, but it's different. But it's not just wizards. Yeah. Nedgwood's going to do freaking creative writing. And Jose's going to do it's wizard. Who do you think's going to make more money? Question. What would uh what would you equate wizard major to be in real life terms? I feel like it's like closer to like a, like a trade, honestly. Like so this is bop into the end of this chapter, but like so Jose's dad is not a wizard as a trade like by trade. He's a a pilot, but he uses magic quite a lot and I think we can sort of infer from the fact that Jose is used to like wizard, wizardly magics as a punishment. Mm -hmm. 
that corporal punishment is bad true we don't stand jose's dad i mean captain alexander yeah don't like him um no. but i would jose says like he wants to be like a community wizard where he like solves problems and keeps families together i equate him to like like a community how like you know a howl's like, moving castle it's been a hot minute since I've watched Howl's Moving Castle. All I remember is like he's Christian got Bale various like shops for purposes of, you know, tax evasion, hiding from people, being a coward. Generally, that's not the point. Uh, he's got <laughs> little shops in different towns, and p- various people come inside, being like, "My crops are bad," or "My granny's got a bad back. Give me medicine," and he like just gives spells and potions and whatnot to mm-hmm. help people. Yeah, that's exactly my vibe, too, is that I was thinking, like, like he would probably stay in Fafestiniog and just, like, help people. Like, if people were like, oh, like, my family's falling apart, and we don't have anywhere else to go. Like, he'd be sort of, like, a last resort type person, or even, like, a first resort type person. But, yeah, he wants to be a community wizard, not a wizard like Captain Alexander, who's like, I'm an adventurer, and my magic I use to protect myself. Adventurer! Adventurer! Good. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, hold on. I got to uncross my legs. Oh, they've been crossed for like an hour. Adventure. Sorry, got to get a Seahawk out of there. Get one Seahawk. Oh, adventure. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they just, they just pop on out of you like a seagull. That's not, <laughs> seagulls don't pop out of me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's the morning what time. What kind of idiom is that? <laughs> Shut up. Normally I record at night with a Runa energy beverage and I'm a little more nope. coherent. I had to. I had. No advertising. I will until they sponsor us. I'm going to like email them one day and be like, hey, I love you. And that's it. No context. And then I'm going to send them another email that's like, hey, sponsor us with your money. Anyway. But (laughs) speaking of the dad and the dad voice, I love the dad cackle you did at the end of your talking. (laughs) Yeah, the dad cackle. Where the heck was it? Oh. Sorry, we ran into a problem. A problem? Ah, Casey, your chapter's gone. Bye. Oh, no! (laughs) Ah, there it was. Oh, good. Oh, and remember, this is a (laughs) drug-free zone. Chill pills or otherwise. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Like, what a dad joke, too. Like, he's exactly. a crummy dad, but he's still a dad. So I couldn't, like, not include a dad joke. You know he's how it is? He's gotta be lame. Yeah, he's lame. Oh, he's lame. I don't like him at all. I did really like singing in his voice. Uh, I didn't, actually. I had, like, this weird, like, vibrato <laughs> thing. I don't know how much of it I was able to get out. Like, I don't know what you guys I heard. I liked it. But actually, I didn't. I, well, it was fun because I had zero, like, qualms about, like, singing well. Because I'm like, they are going to know that, like, this isn't my singing voice. So, like, like Nedjma and Jose, I feel like, are closer to my actual speaking voice. Where I was like, hi, I'm Captain Alexander. Like, I would think that I don't talk like that. I guess I don't know for sure. I edit these podcasts. I kind of talk like that. It happens sometimes. Listen, we've all got our voices. Mine is loud. I need to find this part that I'm going to reference anyway. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's me, your favorite ASMR podcast. We're going to start with some light screaming and move into heavy screaming. (laughs) 
wow, it really sounded like a demon was leaving my body. <clears throat> Time for some heavy screaming. Uh, you got it? No. Oh. More heavy screaming. Oh, yeah, got it. Right when the the soul bear spell gets cast and he's like shooting spells at Jose and he's like, why can't I catch you? Yee. And Jose's like, what did you say before? Except he sang it and I don't remember except he sang it and I don't remember the melody. So what did you say before? Exactly. He didn't say it. He sang it. Yeah, I also say no more talk boy when they're singing. And you said exactly. something during that too. Well, you know, I think one can equate this to talking if you're a wizard and you're like, okay, I'm cursed, but like this is still, we're having a conversation. We're having an argument, dare I say. You may have made me sing. And I also think to an extent, like Captain Captain A Hab knows that like hole. the what? A hole. A hole. <laughs> That's better. Captain A hole knows. <laughs> That, like, he can't stop singing. So if he's like, stop singing, like, he can't. Any words that come out of their mouth are going to be in song for the next, like, seven minutes. So I feel like he's like, no more, like, any words. Like, if he's like, stop singing and just talk to me. That would show a lack of magical knowledge, I think. Because he knows what the soul bear spell is. I don't think he's ever mm -hmm. used it. Because, like, why? Most yeah, people, why I don't would think. He, when he can just be, like, yelling at people and demanding they do things. Right. He's more of a making people do things not making them open up with the vulnerability of music yeah usually people like that don't want to know how you really feel they just want you to do what they want exactly so so he but he knows what it is so he's like no more talk of any kind whether it's singing or otherwise that was my thought there who knows if it translated i certainly don't we'll leave it up to the readers yeah listeners. listeners yeah because reading this chapter without the podcast that's gonna be an experience right i wanted to <laughs> ask you about that um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how do you think this is going to work if we per se publish it somewhere you know people are just gonna read a chapter and assume that everything's in song i try okay here's besides the the name of the song that I have, what I call it is I Can't Fly a Plane, dot, dot, dot. But we can. Wow. That song. The, the happy one. What? what Nacho Flavored Blast. Excuse me? Cheese. Are you saying it's cheesy? Yes. Uh, you're right. That's the, the whole song is cheesy. Um, Of course. I, I can talk about inspiration a little bit, but this is like, this is a writing podcast, not a music podcast. Anyway, that song is the first time in the book where we divulge in the pot, not divulge, where we diverge, there we go, from like podcast versus written work. Because like, that's the only one that I wrote with like refrains and like a chorus. Every other one, I think everything that is said would have been pretty much said otherwise. So it's like, you're just getting it in sort of like a weird, like rhymey fashion. And as a reader, you can be like, oh, haha, they're singing and like just sort of fill in your own melody. Mm -hmm. I did diverge. You guys, if you're if you read along, um, you'll see that like it doesn't actually match during that song perfectly. Like we, we don't have to hear it or see it written out like, oh, I don't know how to fly a plane like a bunch of times. 
Mm-hmm. Excellent pipes, you guys just heard. Because I I made that one first with the words and stuff. And after I made it, I was like, okay, the rest of them like really can't be this like repetitive. But like pretty much everything else that is said is like important or at least like necessary and like to the narrative of the chapter and the book, I think. Like like you you see Jose's dad sort of compelled to tell the truth and he's like, I don't want you anymore, or I never did. I don't want you. Um and things like that. I'm I'm saying the same thing over and over again. The end. <laughs> we good. Can I talk about how you rhymed heart with hard? Heart with heart. Heart with heart. And Listen. also dad with dad. With dad. With dad. Guys, have you heard of this hip new artist called Lynn Manuel Miranda, who also rhymes the same words together? I hated it too at first, but it has grown on me like a plague. And now I think it's kind of fun. Fun little ditty, you know, like a fun little uh, thing to do. Fun little ditty. I miranda it. Okay, guys, get off my back. It will grate some ears who have not listened to Ham- Ham- Hamilton. I almost said Hamlet. Say Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite musical, Hamlet. <laughs> I have not to listened to Hamilton. Or not to be. <laughs> I said it again. I have not listened to Hamilton. I have not seen it. Hamilton. Hamlet. Well, okay. Also Moana, though. Also, like, I don't know. Suck it up, guys. I saw Moana once, and I didn't think it was that great. But whatever. Yeah. I it's, mean, okay. It's... Controversial opinion. I agree with you. I thought it was, like, good, but not, like, amazing. We just lost all of our listeners. Yeah. They were all Moana fans. <laughs> it's fine. I like the specifically, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That, I actually toyed with not putting that in there because, like, that breaks the spell a little bit. Both of them don't sing. They're not like, oh no. Yeah. Like, I'm really going to sing as badly as possible on this show from henceforth. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're just like, oh no. Yeah. That wasn't musical at all. But I think. Because it happens in musicals. I was going to say, because you get that sort of interjection in some songs. Like, also, aesthetically, I chose to leave Jose clearing his throat right before the I Hate My Dad interlude, which was totally based off of, like, a Juice World opener, guys. Come on, tell me you didn't hear that. If you know Juice World, you heard that new album, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not original. I don't care. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. I'm sure someone else does. Mm-hmm. Somebody just went, oh, yeah. Wink. But the whole record scratch made me laugh yeah good i found the perfect record scratch noise i'm never getting rid of it it's the record scratch noise it is i found it i downloaded it chef's kiss that's like the the guy screaming in the background exactly it's that's the wilhelm scream of record scratches yes it is nice to hear oh what else did you think about the chapter delete my audio just before I spoke right now because there's a very he's the sneeze man. He sneezes so goddamn loud. <laughs> Who's that? That's the sneeze man. Don't talk about him. He's a sneeze man. They say he comes around at night. The sneeze man. You hear that sneeze? You run, child. <laughs> you run. You run from that sneeze man. There he is again. He's back. That sneeze, man. A chew, you say? We don't say a chew in these parts. Are you done? Because that's the sneeze, man. I think he's good. That voice went on a 
journey it was not the same person the whole time <laughs> let me tell you sometimes he had a little he had a little like southern thing going on other times it was just straight apocalyptic rasp you'd have to work on that if you were a voice actor either way shut up um the rest is uh the rest is <laughs> uh words and stuff not the song the rest, part the rest is what uh <laughs> i forgot my words oh i have i have like um, in the rap, you guys will probably hear this. I'll probably put it at the end. Not during this recording, because I pre-recorded, like, all of the music. But for the rap, uh, Dr. Saltzman says, Nejima on steering. And for whatever reason, I, like, could not stop saying Nejima on the ceiling. <laughs> so, like, for, like, most of the raps, it took me, like, three hours to record this. Just the rap? Just the rap, because I had to take breaks, like, mental breaks, because I kept saying Nejima on the ceiling repeatedly you'll hear it crawling on the ceiling like a spider (laughs) like a spider like uh, dr salsa it's like a screw fly the plane let's party nejma you're up there i also did one time say um instead of dashboard i said dance floor and (laughs) perfect (laughs) it was such a such a funky rap nejma's on the ceiling uh dr saltzman's gonna run the dance floor like it's gonna be a great party but, like, for whatever reason, because of, like, the vibe, my brain was like, no, it's a party. You gotta put Nedma on the ceiling. Nedma's on the ceiling. Jose's on the it's, dance floor. It's not a party till Nedma's on the ceiling. And Jose's on the dance floor. Anyway, that's all I have. You'll you probably <laughs> hear that. I was, like, slipping into madness. The rest is writing stuff. Which I'm gonna start with, just so people don't think, you didn't talk about this! Riffled riffled okay guys i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but r-i-f-f-l-e-d spell that uh along with me is a real word i saw it once in a book that must not be named you don't want to talk about the voldemort book <sighs> trans rights and i was like that's a fake word you totally messed up jk and then i googled it and it was a real word and actually means what rifled means and i think rifled means like something slightly different so i was like screw it let's make a psa Talk about rippled. Well, what if they're both pronounced rifled? Then I messed up. Because that <laughs> has a strong possibility. Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. I committed. It sounded wrong to me too, guys. Don't worry. I'm not a crazy person. But I said it. I committed. And if it's wrong, tell your friends about Buddy's Grim and tell them to listen. Wink. But, um... I have another question about Daddy Narbo. I'm not even going to ask about that part. It's just vile. Why did you? I didn't. Who's, who made him captain? I did. Why? It's my chapter. Because, oh, I can't say that. It's my chapter. We watch. I decided it. I didn't know why he was there. So it wasn't. Specified I just said he worked on there. He didn't have to be the captain. Well, he was, because I made him the captain. I feel like the personality that I gave him was a very much, like, high-on-his-own-power type of a dude. So I was like, he should be in charge. Mm. Makes sense, I guess. He, yeah. So he's, he's like Capitan. Daddy Narbo, so listen. Mm. Different connotations. Different, la, 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 different connotations in the 80s. And so I rolled with it. Was I very distracted by the music part of the episode? And did I write that in, like, a day? Yes. Did I go back through and edit? <laughs> Maybe not, but I'm sticking with it now because I did record it. 
It is solidified in the history books of Speaking podcasts. of changes, you changed your mountain name. I didn't, Dad. It's called kind Demon of. Wall. Get with the times. Yeah. So I have been going through because I recently learned how to mix audio, which I should have known before we started podcasting at all. But uh, here we are. Um, so I'm going back through and like updating the podcast audio a little bit uh, as much as I can. And upon listening to an episode, you named the mountain. I did? Yeah. I was listening and you're like, yeah, I already made a name for their mountain. It's Ferric Mountain. Like it means I, I think it's Ferric. I don't know if it was Ferric or something similar to that. Pharaoh, I'm going to go back through Pharaoh. Well, <laughs> I said I, I named it. Yes, but it, I didn't put it in the chapter. So you were free to change it. Well, I felt kind of like a, a poop wad for changing it when you had already like told me that you named it, even though you did not use a generator. I said you could. Well, I felt bad. Also, Demon Wall is like a stupid name. So <laughs> I was going to say that. That's a really weird jump. It's here's here's the thing. My thought process is this mountain is actually called Ferric or whatever you called it. It's Ferric now. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Hey, come back, baby. Come back. Demon choo wall. choo train. Yes. It's no secret that we both don't like Demon Wall. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, what if it's actually called Ferric Mountain? And like it's like a hip cool thing for like the kids to call it Demon Wall now. But why though? New York is called the Big Apple. Is it a Big Apple? No. I'm sure there's a reason behind that. It is not sweet. It's not apple-shaped that I know of. It's not, you know, fall all the time there. There maybe is some sort of, like, mold or something, probably somewhere, but not everywhere if it's an old apple. I'm sure there's mold in a lot of places in New York. Yeah. There's not... An obvious reason it's called the Big Apple. Maybe there's a reason it's called Demon Wall. Maybe you'll write it. Maybe I will. Who knows? But for now, Demon Wall is like, is like the nickname that got really popular. And people are like, Ferric, that's dumb. <laughs> that's Narbo nickname. I'm pretty sure I misused that. <laughs> I'm sure I'll make a reason if you don't. This mountain is so lame. Ferric Mountain, who named that? What about Demon Wall? <laughs> wall of demons. Ooh, menacing. Because it's tall like a wall. And demons are scary and cool. Whoa! Is this your gnarly teenage voice? Yeah! If so, you should definitely put it on someone. (laughs) I'm a teen like you and a teen like me. Check out these hot 15 monologues for teens. The first one (laughs) is about me and my life. It's called Me in My Life. No, thanks. (laughs) You don't... I'm calling my dad. And we're suing you. For hurting my feelings. Why don't you go take your jog, man, and go listen to some teen music? Yeah, guys, did you get that? It's a Walkman, but a little faster. Walkman. (laughs) It's a Jogman. Cassette player. I had to say cassette player because otherwise, I think if I just said a Jogman, like 2% of the population would get it and be like, (laughs) and the other half, that's not how math works. And the other (laughs) 98% would be like, what? So, uh... Yeah, dog man. I also said take a chill pill. I feel like everybody knows that one, though. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes it's fun to just touch on what happened in the chapter, Luna. You know? You know how it is? <laughs> anyway, Mountain has been double named now. Two names. Remember when we didn't have a name for, like, three chapters? Well, that's done. We compensated. I mean, you don't have, a, have to have a name... For everything right away, then you just get too much 
info. Mm-hmm. Way Ooh, too little oh, space. Oh, hold on. I'm going to snap ASMR style into the mic. Because that's absolutely correct. Inundating your audience with exposition is like the worst thing you can do to make a good book. Do not. People will discover the knowledge as it becomes important. Anyway. Yeah. There was also a part you guys didn't hear. Uh, Casey forgot that I made them put their backpacks away someplace. Wow, we're really going to hash there? this one out right yeah. now. Okay, maybe yeah. I did have to rewrite. Maybe I did have to rewrite the chapter a little bit as we were recording. Okay, guys. Because you forgot what I wrote or didn't actually read it again. I did read it again. I maybe forgot or skimmed some parts of it. So... <laughs> It's fine. He summons the backpacks. Maybe they hit some people on the way up. We don't know. But that's what the passengers said when it hit them in the heads on the way <laughs> they up. They started to scat. Jose's magic is already like seeping into the atmosphere. They're like, I'm an owl. Yes. <laughs> Get that one squared away. Get that one squared away. You got that note all put away. Tuck it into bed for a nice nap. Yes. Also, small note, what kind of pat-down is he giving his dad to find a secret pocket? It's his jacket, man. He's looting him. Haven't you ever mm. looted someone? No, I've never found an unconscious person be like, hey, I want their stuff. Yeah, me neither. Uh-huh. Spill the beans. No, never. God, beans are my favorite food. This is actually true. Spill them. That was, no, that's not. We would like no. to see. No. Stick our fingers in these beans. Gross. They're my beans, okay? <laughs> Leave my beans alone. Tell us the beans. Oh, I've never actually looted someone. <laughs> Anticlimactic. Yeah, Come no. On, man. I'm a liar. Or if I did, I'm protecting myself from lay cops who definitely listen to this podcast. This is actually a primarily cop uh, audience base. The other... The portion of our listeners that didn't like Moana and stuck around, they just signed off. <laughs> We've officially gotten rid of all of them. It's just us. Yeah. Woo. Air high five. Just kidding, guys. Come back. I was kidding. I've definitely looted people. Ooh, you want to hear a story? Ooh, it's so exciting. But I'm never going to tell but you. Haha. <laughs> what? How kid-friendly and also, like, stereotypically adventure-style storytelling is it? To keep in your chapter, friendship. The power of friendship keeps us going. I'm sorry. The power of friendship almost... Friend love. The power of friendship almost crashed the plane, okay? It accomplished nothing, but maybe making Jose feel a little better. Mm, do you want to <laughs> know? Do you, okay, but do you want to know what I took out of this chapter? Okay. I... Guys, I was going to add like a a twist at the end of this chapter. And I didn't. I I I didn't you like didn't it. Pull that one. No, you can add as many twists as you want. I was going to have Nejma and Jose kiss originally. No. Yep. Um that was my original draft was at the very end they kiss and like mess up their friendship completely. And I was like, no. It it was a little sickly sweet upon rereading it. I was like, wow, this is like very sweet because I intended for it to get really, really sweet. And then that whole like beautiful friendship that I just built up and like, oh my gosh, we just talked about how we're like siblings. And then originally I was going to have Jose kiss Nejma because she was sort of the one being like, we're siblings. I'm your sister. You're my brother. Um, and he was going to be like, smooch. 
but I took I like wrote it and I took it out. I was like, no, nope, nope, nope. I don't like it. I don't like that dynamic for them. I think that's a really interesting thing to happen. But I don't think I want it to happen between them. Like I wanted to like preserve the sanctity of like a guy and girl friendship. That's not like there doesn't have to be any like sexual tension in it or whatever, or, like right. romantic tension. I need my male female friendships yeah. that do not involve romance. Those you are can important. Have love with no romance. Exactly. This chapter was very sweet and power friendshipy, but that's because in my original draft, I was going to destroy it. Good compromise then, I guess. By by like ruining their friendship with the kiss, that would make like the next couple chapters really awkward. Oh yeah, put the hurt on me. Well, I mean, that was very enticing. I did want to do that. And also I do like to like mess with you, but I figured I want to mess with you. Tell. Yeah, but I want to mess with you in a way that also makes the book good and like preserves the good stuff that we've done. So I was like, nah, we're not going to, they're not going to kiss. I don't think there's tension between them. I think they're best friends. Inomas. Yeah, don't try to get at me by like messing up the story. I mean, well, it wouldn't, it would have been doable. It just would have had a different, there would have been a new arc created about them either rekindling their friendship or starting a romantic relationship or never being friends again. It would have been a fork that I would have created three parallel timelines, but I didn't. Mm. I didn't create those timelines, community fans. I caught the die. So, yeet. But <laughs> that was all I had for that chapter. Do you have anything to add? Uh, did you forget that I added the second magical item? Honey cakes? A bag with what oh, looks was- like... T- magical two nuggets of gold or not magic item but special item nugget of gold and a nugget of pyrite it's nugget time chicken nuggets yes Chin King no i noticed nuggets. that it was a little uh sticky outy you were a little sticky outy well here's the thing i also didn't want it to be just like the power of friendship and music save the day like i oh, wanted something we found gold because friendship good no, it wasn't. It's because Captain Al was <laughs> hiding it on his person. It could be evil golden pyrite. We don't know yet. But Jose is like, okay, cool. At least they have some cash in the form of gold. I don't know what kind of currency that was in the 80s. Probably not very useful. But they have it. Mm, 80s pawn shop. 80s pawn shop. 80s mountain pawn shop. Secret packet. Secret packet. I don't want to talk too much about what I sort of envisioned for it because i can guarantee it will not stay the same and i feel like the time that it comes into play it neither of us knows whose turn it'll be exactly right now it's just a bag with what looks like gold in it because jose would not be able to tell that one of them is pyrite nope neither of them are geologists nope i don't i think lulu maybe Mm. nah i have faith in chanel too though with her animal instincts. I mean animal instincts. Sometimes animals, animals just know usually things. just look at rocks and they'd be like, that's a rock. That's a rock do too. You, do you know how animals think? What if they're secretly like, oh, pyrite. Oh, G- fiat lodite. That's a rock. Just make that up. I think theolodite is real. If it's not, it should be. Go discover a rock. Put that on t-shirt. Go discover a rock. <laughs> Write books. Discover rocks. There you go. The end of Buddy's Grim. Well, is it time to guess 
this super hard twist. What is it? Wait, no, no, no. I have one more thing. I have one more thing. I have one more thing. What? I have one more thing uh, that I want to point out about this chapter. And then we mm-hmm. can guess the super hard twist. Jose's magic. We've now established. I just want to like say this for everybody who's reading and like following the story. And also for you. Jose's magic and like all wizardly magics uh, is made stronger, but also more unstable by emotions. So like, I don't know if you guys got this. And if you didn't, that's totally okay. Cause it was very, very understated, but Jose's magic is weak and bad until this chapter because he's repressing his emotions. Yeah. My therapy thing came into play. Yeah. I was like, I saw that and I was like, okay, if he's repressing emotions, it doesn't necessarily have to like all be about this man, but I think that's a big part of it. And so confronting this man, I think he sort of can't do the represso in the espresso thing anymore. And like he had to like face basically like stuff that he was holding in and his magic got really, really good and effective um, because he stopped doing the repression. So I did want to like point that out. Like, so now we sort of have a little more of an understanding of magic. Like Jose was bad for the same reason that he deflected Nejma. And also that one line that you put in where he's like, I'm just going to like, you know, hide my feelings or whatever. Like, it was really funny. I forget what it was though. Like verbatim. I shove all my feelings in a bottle because I don't know how to deal with them. Yep. That's the line. And by doing that, he also is repressing his own magic. So that's cool. Patting myself on the back. Heck yeah, I am. Now it feels like he just kind of knocked the cork off the bottle, maybe lost it. And so there's still a bottle, but it's open. Yeah, it's open. I think Jose's growth arc has begun. I'm holding for motorcycles. Hold for motorcycles. Quiet on set. This is the noisiest I've ever heard them. Can you hear it? No. Yeah, I think it's time to waste all of my guesses failing so hard. Yeah, like what even could this twist be? Well, I get three guesses, huh? Yeah. Is it a new power was unlocked? No. That did happen. Mm, Yep. In that way, I have added two twists. Is it surprise dummy they're gay? Yep, you solved it. (laughs) They're both gay. That's the only way two friends cannot kiss at the end of the chapter. I know. They're good friends. Their sexualities are completely undecided, probably. Mm-hmm. And it does not matter anyway because they're friends. They're friends. They're but friends. no, it's a musical thing. No. I'm just kidding. Yes, it's a, it's a musical number. I inherited the extra gene and instead of doing like one three-minute musical number where someone's like sitting on a ukulele nah sitting on a ukulele sitting with a ukulele you'll break it and just i know sitting with the ukulele and just like doing the strum strum for like two and a half minutes one minute that all would have been okay but me you girl did like eight that's the adhd yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it you the whole way do it. you gotta do it exactly exactly also like do it like come on come on come on that was fun it was like a you know how like when tv shows good i liked it a lot good when tv shows have like musical episodes i wanted that vibe so it couldn't just be one song i wanted to do like the musical episode so this is chapter seven the musical 
Shut up! Stop! No! <laughs> Leave me alone! If I didn't add any of this prior to this moment, this has been happening a lot, but I don't know how much of it I cut. Luna's been torturing me with the incessant repetition of this same noise, which isn't that bad, but it's the vine that comes with it that she's quoting. I don't like it. <laughs> she don't like the lyrics. I don't like the lyrics. Dirty water on your butt. <laughs> Please don't add any more context than that. <laughs> That's it. Dirty water on your butt. I'm going to pull the list now. Pull the list out of the twist. Nope. Ooh. Oh, I'm feeling better already. ASMR. A super ma weird, magical relaxation time. ASMR. Are you ready? I was born ready for me to not know the twist. Picking at random. Ooh. I'm not looking. Okay, could you imagine if you got a dance number? <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> Oops. It would just be horrible narratively, too, just to have a musical number in the story and then be like, hey, guess what? We're dancing now. It would be a lot. It'd be a lot of whiplash and change the entire, I think, tone of the story. I mean, quite honestly, this mm -hmm. chapter changed the tone a little bit. But, you know, here we are. It did. If you read it, though, it didn't change too much. This all reads and listens like a serial novel. Like one of the old-timey ones that were published in newspapers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. That's when, when I talk about the show to people, they're like, oh, like a serial novel a lot. Which is weird, because they're yeah. not, like, old. But usually, some of them are. Yeah, that's that's the vibe, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why Pinocchio makes no sense, not a lot of sense, when you put it together. Oh, I didn't realize Pinocchio was a cereal. Yeah. Yum. He was a little butthole child. Gross. I thought he was a puppet. With no butthole. Very ironic, huh? <gasps> wow. Dramatic irony be like, Pinocchio <laughs> is butthole, but does not have butthole i drew the paper what is it wait you can't tell me i'm not going to tell you you're laughing though because you asked <laughs> okay is it a good twist it's variable okay your reaction is not so visceral that i'm scared which is good for the no i wouldn't be future scared. of this book anyway you got the twist this episode's pretty much over. Enjoy some bloops. Until next time, stay creative. And stay grim. <clears throat> so, the plane is in the sky, and I think it's worth a try to navigate to try and fly. There's a good chance you won't die. Time is of the essence, and our specter's laying quest. And of all our forward options, this one seems to be the best. With my ghostly magic powers, I'll manipulate the dashboard. Nesma on the steering, Jose Max drive us forward. options this would seem to be the best with my ghostly magic powers i'll manipulate the dashboard Nedgema on the ceiling jose maps drive us forward the ceiling Nedgema on the ceiling jose Ma ceiling 
Najma on the ceiling, Jose. Ow, ceiling! Najma on the ceiling, Jose. Ceiling. Najma on the ceiling. Ceiling, ceiling. Oh my god. Najma on the ceiling. Ceiling, 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 ceiling. I'm manipulate the dance floor. Dance floor. What? Is that supposed to be a question mark? Shut up. <laughs> oh, got you on a grammar one. Ah, uh, no! No! How the turntables? Captain Alex said Cap Captain Zoo. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm out here doing my best job. <laughs> I got, it's 7 24 in the morning. <laughs> Just <now>. said Captain. <laughs> hey! Captain Dad to you. Captain Daddy. We've got tickets and everything. Stupid? <laughs> Stupid? Idiot? No open right. time. No, 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 no. Before you do not <laughs> open, I would like you to go onto the OneDrive. There's going to be an audio file that says Buddy Scrim bonus. I would like you to open it up. And as you open, no open, you will be reading along. It is pre-recorded. Oh, Why? You will see. <laughs> Good. Why did I just harmonize with the AC? And then I'll do a, a Mark Ruffalo. Hey. <laughs> hey. What? <laughs> Stop laughing. Hey. No. What did most people do? Griffin macaron. Hey. No. No, you gotta, that was good. <laughs> hey, why did my fiance and I just rap battle about getting the window seat? <laughs> that face. That's very good. <laughs> the Griffin Macaron face. <laughs> hey, hmm. gotta have my huh. vape. Gotta have my vape. <laughs> <laughs> And then the plane crashed. And they fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end. Mortal Quarry over. Do, 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 do.